Welcome back to Untitled Conversations. I know we had an abrupt stop last week, but we are back with part two of the conversation with me and Sanye. So y'all already know this is the podcast where we talk about everything faith, life, and the world as we know it. So here's what y'all been waiting for. People already knew I was close to God because I was a PK. Right. Everybody in my school knew. Absolutely. Science a preacher's kid. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So they were always like clown me on that. But I was still a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was able to be around, but people knew my background. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. They knew they knew what I was about. Um, so like once I got saved, it wasn't really nothing new to them. Right. It just started they just started noticing the difference. Yeah. They was like, Oh, okay, yeah, he ain't coming around no more like that. Yeah. yeah, he is kind of declining us asking him to come out, you know what I'm saying, or hang out after school or this, that, and the third. I'm more so like, okay, I'm trying to be here, get my work done. I was still hooping at the time, so I'm going to go to basketball practice, but that's it. Yeah, I, I ain't walking around with y'all. We ain't going. We ain't doing none of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so they started noticing that, and then it came to a point where the opportunity came about where I was, you know, able to transfer, and, you know, I had a higher percentage of getting in. Because it's an art school, I transferred to an art school. Oh, okay. So the higher percentage of getting in because it's um, gifted and talented. Right. So I'm like, that's my opportunity to get up out of here. I'm leaving. Um. So then I ended up going to an art school, and then going to my art school, like I ain't gonna lie, my first day, I told I told my mom, I I need to go back. Like <laughs> I need to go back to my old school because being that it was an art school, it was more so of a college because it was at oh, a campus. Okay. You walk to class, stuff like that. You could eat outside. Like you okay. wasn't just stuck in, you know, one building. Um. But then being as art school people are more outgoing yes i wasn't used to that going to for sure because I, I don't like to call uh, high schools like hbcus no i know I would, no i know what you're talking you about what my, my high school was definitely i call it a hbhs yeah hbhs that's what i that was to HBCU. exactly that was the sure. that was the high school i was going to before okay and then the high school i started going to after that was more so like it wasn't a pwi but it was like everybody right i'm talking about you know the whole nine right whole nine. and it just opened my eyes up to a whole other world and i was like I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know, mom. I'm like, nah. Um, but then, you know, two years after that, graduated from that high school. So it was, a, it was a great experience. But transferring definitely put me in a space to where I started becoming more uh, closer to God and started taking my walk in life seriously. Right. And I'm okay because I know when I go to college, like, I need to be on the right path because if not, I know how people can – be lost right. and then be even more lost once they get to college because they never found that path. Yeah. And if they let society find that path for them, it's, they're it's never going to put them on the right path. Yeah. Uh, so that's just kind of how I was leading up to college. But yeah, I definitely had my encounter way before college. And college just kind of like kept pushing me toward God. Like, okay, right. yeah, because you by yourself, you're going to need me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that. Funny enough, we actually had like a backwards experience because, like, for me, middle school was an art school where okay. I got exposed to the whole nine, yeah. and then high school was the HB, the HBCU prep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I think too, like, going to college from, because like I said, I'm I'm a PK too, so it's like, as PKs, we always know right. about God. Mm-hmm. We, obviously, our parents, you know, we we always felt God's presence, but I think that kind of step having that encounter and being able to step into that on your own mm-hmm. is different and I think too being freshman year I don't think I was able to have it because like I said I was going back home so often I think that a lot of times too 
when you grow up in a household where God's presence is always there, but you don't kind of know him for yourself, mm-hmm. it takes you stepping out for right. that faith to really be tested. Because, like, for me, I always felt like, okay, well, because my dad is a pastor, I'm always going to be covered. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that was the intention that I had before I had an encounter. It's like, not saying I didn't have to know God myself, but it's like, bro, Pops got me. Like, he ain't yeah. going to let nothing happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But going to school, it's like, all right, <laughs> Pops ain't in the dorm room. So yeah, it's like, exactly. You know, I have to cover myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that going into junior year, like I said, like you said, kind of like the friends were like, okay, like Joy's not going out as much. Like, cause yeah. me personally, growing up as a PK, I was never a party person. Yeah. So me going to party sophomore year was already foreign territory to me. But because my flesh enjoyed it, I kept going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I kept smoking. I kept drinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's what my flesh enjoyed. But then God was like, ah, come sit down, daughter. Like, yeah. <laughs> come, come, yeah. come take a seat. Cause it's like. I was never supposed to be there, but then I heard, um, seen a video the other day where it was like you're basically un, I don't want to say ungodly, but like your unsaved friends can be the people to tell you like, yo, this is not for you. And no, I had that happen I, where it's like, absolutely. I had a friend who was like, bro, like, like you don't even look comfortable being yeah. here. Like you just like, you know, everybody, all the other girls are doing what girls do at parties. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it, it doesn't look normal. So like, one of my friends, shout out to Jen. She's oh, gonna enjoy yeah. this. Shout Jen, out to Jen. The big sis. Um, <laughs> but like we had um we were having a conversation and we were just talking or whatever, and this was like earlier in the semester, we're like, you know, teetering, yeah. teetering line. Yeah. Um, we were having a conversation and she's just like, bro, like, don't even say that. Like, you don't even sound right <laughs> saying that. And you gonna know she gonna know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We were just having a conversation. She's like, bro, you don't even like like every time the conversation tried to happen. She's like, bro, just just let me and this person have it. Just just sit on the sidelines. Yeah. Cause it's like they know, like, like your friends will know, your friends that are close to you will know when you're not supposed to be in a certain situation or something of that nature. But I think that that's kind of an interesting dynamic. That's a good thing. Exactly. Because it's it's almost like they can see they, they can see in you what yeah, you'd always don't about see. Say, you. They can see what, what you can't see. Correct. And what they see is like that potential. They see that oil. They like. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, for me, it was a thing of like people didn't like doing stuff around me. Mm. So, like, once I got saved, it, it changed from like, okay, for instance. So, I, this is not a good way to explain it, but I was kind of an early bloomer when it came to sinning. Okay. So, like, I started smoking early. Sure. I was never a drinker. So, yeah. I, it really for me, it was just smoke. Like, same. Um, and I started, I what I, I think my first time smoking was like 14 or 15. Peer pressured into it. Too. No, for sure. That, 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 that was, that was that, mine was junior high school. Yeah. It was like 14 or 15. Um, cause I want to say I was still in, I was still in middle school. So it might've been a little younger than that, but Ooh. yeah. Come on peer pressure. Yeah. It was crazy. But, um. That's one thing though about PKs. Yeah. It, it, I think that's a constant. It's like, cause. That's why we had that. That, that's why that's why that cliche is on it, or sure. you know that stereotype is it's, PKs are worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we just hot stuff. That's, yeah, you we, know. we hit. Yeah. Let me not say hot, Mama. I love you. Yeah, <laughs> we hit stuff. Just yeah, because, you know, you know. You but know. I ended up getting caught. Um, well, told on, and okay. then I, and then I told myself. Dang, somebody yeah. snitched on you. My sisters. It was crazy. Be yeah, that's a long story in itself. <laughs> that is a long story. They was hating. That's sure. all it was. You mean you the youngest? Yeah, it's always and I was a good child. 
Thank you. For the most part. Yes. Yeah, for the most part. Like, I never really did nothing too crazy. For sure. You know what I'm saying? What I did with a devil, you know. But, it's always the youngest, and then you put the PK on the youngest. Yeah. It's just weird. Literally. So, <laughs> yep. Um, so, like, I started kind of early. So, by the time I got to college, I, I, I ain't did that stuff You're for years. <laughs> I ain't did that stuff for years. So, like, I and then even smoking, I didn't do that for a long time. Yeah. Like, I did it a couple months, and then I ended up getting caught. Like, somebody told on me, and then um, my mom knew, you know what I'm saying? So then I just ended up kind of, like, telling her, like, yeah, I did, you know what I'm saying? Um, she was disappointed, stuff like that. The funny thing was, she, she was trying to put me in rehab. Like, mom. I'm not an addict. Yeah, like, come on. I, a couple times. <laughs> like, just like She was like, yeah, I want to take you to these classes. I don't need that. Just just tell me not to do it, and I got you. Like, I'll stop. For you sure. know what I'm saying? So, um, but, like, within that, um, like, it's just kind of... My friends stopped doing stuff around me. Like, when I came around, it went from, oh, we're going to smoke weed to, like, I don't even feel comfortable yeah. rolling this up. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't even feel comfortable drinking. Or I don't even feel comfortable having this type of conversation. And I always started, like, used to wonder, like, well, why? But then, you know, as I matured in Christ and I started figuring out, like, your body's a temple. Yeah. And, you know, like, God's presence is sometimes you could be the only God they see. Yes. Not saying I am God, but you can be right. the only representation of him. Yeah. And like when I started learning, I was like, oh, well, that's why stuff used to happen like that. That's why they used to stop. Yeah. Or that's why when they wanted to do something, they was like, nah, yeah, you stay at home. Or when what you like, it yeah. wasn't it a day you want me around. Yeah. They didn't want to feel convicted because they sure. felt bad when they was doing what they was doing, or even if they didn't sure. know what the where it was coming from. Yeah. Something in them was like, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So then I started, I don't want to say using that to my advantage, but I did. Because I because if I'm the only representation of God that you'll see, I need to start coming around more. I need to be around, yeah. Yeah. So it, it was more so of a thing like, okay, let me start coming around more. So you so then I can explain what you're feeling. Yeah. So it, I don't want you to just be around me and be like, dang, I don't want you to be here because I'm feeling some type of way. No, let me explain what you're feeling. Right. What you're feeling is God telling you you're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. Because he told me the same thing. Facts. So now let me like kind of walk you through what I experienced. Yeah. So that's just, yeah. And see, mine was later i would say like mine was in college because mm-hmm. fortunately i didn't get told on so i yeah. i told i told on myself um i didn't I, but it wasn't like it wasn't like ah confession it was more so like it was a conversation that was had and it came up in the conversation and i was just like well you know i've done this yeah. and that <laughs> yeah. um yeah and but then after i i even stopped before that like big encounter because there were little encounters that kind of led up to because mm-hmm. it's like if you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing and you're trying to grow with God, He's gonna give you like little warnings like absolutely hey this like this is gonna happen yeah. or something else will happen and it's like that's like the thing it's like He's gonna continue to put you through whatever it is until you learn the lesson mm-hmm. that He's trying to teach you um, and then my encounter in July. It's just laid out. It was like, you know, this is it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and for all of fall semester, because I was like, I'm not going to drink anymore until I turn 21. Because mm-hmm. it's, by law, I'm not supposed to be yeah. drinking under 21. Um, I hope that doesn't, you know, ruffle any feathers. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but I was like, fall semester, I was just like, no. Like, mm-hmm. Homecoming came and it's just like pregame. It's like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, 
I'm I'm cool. Like, because my I'd rather I, just wait to the game. For sure, you know, I just I'll just <laughs> or just go watch the game. <laughs> just, <laughs> not I'm not I, I didn't go to a single party. Did I go to a party homecoming? I don't think I, I didn't go to any party. Um, no, that was Ramfest. I didn't go to any parties homecoming. I tried to go to one party I went to, and it didn't work. And I've, I've never been a partier either. Like yeah. in my span of life, I've probably been to like four parties, and all of them were somebody that I knew. Like it wasn't just a oh, random okay. party just yeah. happening in the city. I'm like, let me go. No, I was like, my brother was throwing a birthday party and just had all the people in the city come out. Yeah, like, it was like that. I've never been, but the one I tried to go to Winston was the L Doc party last year. Mm. Didn't work. And you know what's crazy? I think I said this on the last episode too, but like every party, every college party that I went to, I got sick. I got COVID after going to the party. For real. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. f- so beginning of sophomore year, uh, home no end of end of semester sophomore year there was like a party whatever, mm-hmm. and I went home early with COVID. And then LDOC last year or Ramfest of sophomore year, mm-hmm. I went to went to a party on Sunday. I should have known it was coming. Yeah, um, you should have known you should get that. <laughs> I should I should have <laughs> known. But we were excited to go. Whatever, whatever. Went to the party, and it was um it was pretty nasty. Mm. It was the cues in the new party. Went to the party. And I was home by Thursday. Dang. Because, like, like COVID don't just smack you first. Like, it, yeah. it kind of creeps up on you. Yeah. So I felt fine after. I was like, okay, bet. We're good. You know what I'm saying? Um, and no, it didn't, it didn't work out for me. Um, and so then I think after that experience, I was like, okay, like, because I kept trying to force it, like, going yeah. to the parties. Like, I'm trying to force it. And it just, the Lord was like, this is not where it's supposed to be. And if you... He you want to keep you. going, you're going to keep getting sick. He will show you. And so I stopped going to parties. And then, yeah, it just, it, that after, because like sometimes when when things happen, you don't realize until after. Or yeah. like you can look back. Because now looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, like now I can say, yes, I wasn't supposed to be at those parties. But in the moment, it's just like, bro, like why not, right? Um, but then also kind of how you said like friend, like your friends start to realize so I stopped getting those invites to party. But mm-hmm. even like some of my friends stopped wanting to go to parties. Like the just the desire to go to the atmosphere that's the same every time you go. Every time. Same music, same people. And then when it comes to Winston parties, you know how those typically end. So right. why do I even want to be around that? Exactly. Um, so that was kind of like where that went. But then I think too, as the semester progressed last year, I started to notice that people began to come to me with those like hey this is happening mm-hmm. what do you think i should do about it you know what yep. i'm saying because like you said i may be that only representation of god that they have that only one and but then it's just like two i think the first time it happened i was just kind of like me you know what i'm saying like kind of yeah. like that question of like are you really coming to me to ask these questions you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying but then i had to realize that being that I was probably the only friend that was, you know, constantly in there were listening to sermons, going to church, things like that. It's like I'm being poured into. So now it's time for me to pour out. Whereas right. like I was getting poured into and I wasn't doing anything with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and so my roommate last fall semester, mm-hmm. like we even began to have different conversations. Like I didn't know this girl prior to her being my roommate. Um, and literally like we from the time i met her to the time she left in december i was able to see that growth because we cultivated a space where you know the presence of god was in the room because 
we would have those talks. We would mm-hmm. have Bible, mm, <clears throat> we would have Bible studies. But I had never done that with a roommate before, and I don't think she had ever like. Yeah. She went and bought a Bible, the same Bible I had, because she wanted to do Bible study. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like little things like that that until like in the moment I'm like, I'm not thinking anything of it. But it's like looking back on it now, it's like. Now she's on her own walk with Christ right. because there was a representation that was close. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because like living with somebody, you gonna hear this worship music in a room. You, you know you what I'm saying? Me? You're you, in Absolutely. the morning and at night. You, Absolutely. If I'm in the room, you're gonna hear. It, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I think my question to you would be like, when? Well, first, have you? I know because you lead Bible study mm-hmm. at um, school, men's Bible study. Um, but like, do you ever have those moments where people come up and they're just like, Sonya, like, I need something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that advice. It's been like that since high school. Like people have come to me with advice. So like, um, and that's that's one of the things that I did struggle with was um, because that can seem like a, it can, it's a great thing when people yeah. come to you with advice, but it's about how you handle that Correct. relationship. Yeah. So one of the, the main thing that I kept dealing with in high school was women. Mm-hmm. Girls were coming with me to me for advice on, you know, life situations because I, I got sisters. Yeah, I have a, you know mothers in the house, right. fathers in the house. That's a blessing in itself. Yeah, um, shout but, out to all the two parent households. Yeah, but absolutely. Also shout out to all the single parent households. Y'all doing y'all thing. Absolutely. So I was I struggled with um, keeping those relationships a godly thing. You know what I'm saying? It was more so like I it will always try to creep into that. Oh, I you must be in a relationship. That's not my job. Right. I'm here to lead you as far as God wants me to lead you and then leave or not even leave, but just keep let it, it be. Yeah, yeah. Let it be there. Um, so I'm glad that I was able to have that experience, those experiences earlier on because it kind of like led me in the direction of what I'm supposed to be doing and how to like dissect things and see things before they happen and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, people do come to me for advice. Um, especially when it's like walks in Christ because they're just, there's a lot of times this world is confusing. Very. So you don't know what to believe. You don't right. know, you know what I'm saying, um, what's wrong, what's right. I mean, let's look at the church. The church is not the, in the best shape either. So you can't even really watch a video and all the way tell if they're telling the truth. Yeah. Or if what, they, if what they're saying is how they're living. Like, you can't tell that either. So what I try to do is um, I look at it from a different lens. Like, I use... Like I said, those things to my advantage. So like, I'll still go out to like maybe campus events, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and like dance to the hip hop or R&B music. But I just want to show people that you can still have fun and be safe. Yes. So like, I that's why I said I kind of use those things to my advantage. Like when it comes to like the guys Bible study that I teach, like we can we go out and do stuff because bro, I want to show you a different way than what you've known. Yeah. You don't have to be drunk high right. to go have fun, bro. We can just all go out bowling. Together and have a good time. And have a good time. You and know I think saying? that's too like being on a campus, it's like you're you're when you are doing these things to go have a good time, it's like because it's been like because I know I even kinda got caught in it's like because you're doing this so much that you miss out on the actual fun. Like because Literally. if you're high or you're drunk and you're gonna have fun, you're not even gonna remember Literally what you did. Literally. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Um Sober fun is the best fun. You know what I'm saying? Because you remember you all remember of it. All it, it, it becomes, memories. It becomes, I'm about to say, it becomes a memory and something that lasts long rather than you just remember what happened before you got drunk. Right. And all that was was what, the drive to the party? 
So it's just like, was that was that fun? Like, no, you just remember a whole bunch of red lights? Like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, um, I just try to show people a different world. It's yeah. like, because I mean, I mean, I was never the one, like I said, I, I didn't party in the first place. Right. But I still wanted to show people like, bro, you can, you, loving God is cool. Like, facts. There's nothing, there's no, loving God is cool. There's nothing lame about it. Facts. If anything, that's the coolest thing you could ever do. Yeah. Is follow God. Because yeah. who else do you know can say they know who created them? Like, not too many people can say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not too many people can say that. Oh, I know the I know the man who created me. Yeah. Like that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like to have access to the creator of this earth. Like, you can't really get any cooler than that. So I just try to show people a different like that's why I'm like, that's why I love the dress. Yeah. Because I love to show people like, bro, you ain't gotta be in a suit and tie. Your suit pants ain't got to be three times bigger than you. Like, bro, you, I can. Don't come, fact, the, like, don't come for the big suit pants. Like, matter of fact, I, I, um, my third time preaching was at my father's church. I preached in a sweatsuit, and I did that on purpose, right? Because I knew there was gonna be a lot of youth there, yeah. but I wanted to show them like you could be yourself. Yeah, and that's like, I think that's the where like things come. It's like I or that's where like I think things are missed because it's like just because you have to take out certain aspects it's not like you're stripping away yeah. your life just because you decide you want to be saved or you want to walk with christ like you can still have because like again like we be out on the breezeway literally. you know what i'm saying at the 12 to twos yeah dancing having, having a good time but it's like fun. but it's also it's like to a certain extent i'm not gonna go to the parties because that's not an atmosphere literally of anything good that i want to be a part of exactly but it's like like you said, going out and, and having a good time, it's like, I think a lot of times, again, Christians are put in this perfect box. Yeah, they Where are. it's like, no, I'm not perfect, and yes, I'm still going to mess up. Mm -hmm. Intentionally, not all the time. But like, Christians do it to themselves, because they don't explain that. They don't explain that part. They explain, I found God, and that's it. That's where they stop. And see, I think that too is where, because I think, I think we're a very driven generation. Like, Absolutely. right now, Absolutely. we want to know god absolutely real bad because yeah. i feel like we i feel like our generation has been hit with a lot where we know like okay like it's real you know what i'm saying like it's really real out here we low-key like miniature enox like we not to his level to where because sure. i'm not trying to just evaporate out of nowhere like i'm not <laughs> trying to do that but we are on the level where we like all right god like that ain't enough for me i need to know like who you really is like yeah. show me like and i don't just show want i don't want the I don't want to, you know, I don't want to just cry in church. Like, nah, I need yeah. to, I need to see something. For sure. You know what I'm but I think, so. I think too, it's like being that we are such a driven generation. I think that kind of like what you said, like what you're doing, where like you're going out and like you're allowing people to see everything is important because I think, like you said, as Christians, we don't show the full picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we don't, it's, it, a lot of times it's only the good. Like God did this and God did this. Well, God also did this. Um, but I also did this because I think we don't take responsibility for our own mishaps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is not on God. Yeah. But it's I think it's on our generation to kind of or on I don't want to say people like us, but like it's I yeah. think it's it we have been placed in the positions that we are in to help God because like I think it was like a random random like Wednesday or something like DJR. For those that don't know Winston, it's our student center. Um, so a random Wednesday in the student center, and um, one of my guy friends came up to me, and 
it was like a like conversation came out like we were talking about something that was going on that day and he was just like I don't even know how we got to the topic but like he was just like like he was you know trying to begin a new walk with Christ you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and he was just like you know I've been praying for this and and it's just like it's not happening you know what I'm saying like it's it's I'm like so then I was just like have you changed your prayer yeah you know what I'm saying? But it's like, and so then we went down this whole like rabbit hole conversation of like, you know, like basically whatever he was going through. I'm not gonna put his business out there, but like what he was going through and literally in the middle of the student center. And it's just like, I wasn't expecting that conversation to happen, but I could tell that he needed that conversation. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like a lot of times we don't like, we don't know, like people overcomplicate prayer. Like we don't know how to pray, um, you know, we may be reading and not understand what we're reading. Cause a lot of times people just open the Bible, read and expect mm-hmm. to understand what's, what's happening. Yeah. But it's like, if you are, it's, it's, it's foreign. Yeah. If you've never opened the word and read the word before, it's going to be like reading gibberish. That's why you got to study it. Like exactly. But also ask for guidance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Holy spirit, let me understand. This. I was to say, I, a lot of people don't pray before they start reading Talk like that. It. That's you. I mean, you got to for like, yeah. Because, I mean, now, if you're somebody who's read the Bible for a long time, you yeah. know, and you can understand what things are saying or when they're referencing another scripture or stuff like that, then, you, you know, you're good. But, like, if you just now starting out, and even, I mean, I've been saved for a minute, but I still pray every time before sure. I read the Bible. Like, all right, whatever you need me to see, whatever I'm about to read, show me. Do you read King James? Because me and King James mm-hmm. got beef. Yeah, I, me too. Me and King James got beef too. I'm I'm more so NLT or sure. um, uh, I'm, I'm not really message. Bible. Okay. I don't have a problem with it. For sure. I'm not really a message person. But, I don't got uh, nothing against King James either. But yeah. me and him, we got beef. Because why'd you write that like that? Yeah, NLT and NIV is my my to go to. CBS is it CS English? CSB. CSB. Christian Standard. Okay, I read I read some translations in that. Yeah. But um. So yeah, anybody KJB, that needs help, don't go to King James. First. And, that, and that's one of the things that I found out when it came to like, so when I was doing a Bible study. I got a lot of dudes in there that hasn't been, their walk in Christ hasn't been super long. Right. And I asked them like, what, what version do y'all read? They're like, KJV? Yeah, you went wrong. Yes. <laughs> that's where you went you wrong. You cannot start <laughs> with King James. Because they'd be like, oh, why do you understand it? That's why. You didn't yep. understand it because you couldn't get past thou. That's why. And you couldn't be thou. Yeah. So like, I try to show them different translations of the Bible. And then like, I might reference it back to KJV to be like, okay, well, this is what he's basically saying. Yeah. Let's let's get rid of all of the filler words. Yeah. This is what he's saying. Yeah. So yeah. I just meet. Yeah. KJV is back there. Um, actually, that's not KJV. Never mind. That's the new revised. New revised standard. Never, never mind. That's, that's a long translation. That, or, that is. That's a long <laughs> name for <laughs> translation. Note to note to everyone that's new. On the Rock with Christ. Um, KJV is great. King James, he's great. Um, I have a lot of questions as why he wrote the Bible the way he did. Um, yeah. You know, so, Lord, if you want to answer that question for me, go ahead. But then he, you know, Jesus really also talked in parables. For sure. So 100%. I feel like that could be another reason because Jesus never really said what he was going to do. He just said, but the he dows, said what he was going to do. The thousand these were unnecessary. <laughs> it definitely was because he could have been like, y'all, I'm about to go do this real quick. Hello. It could. It didn't have to be like. That's why I like the Passion Translation, but the Passion Translation is not complete. They haven't finished. Okay. All of it. Yeah. But anybody starting new, I recommend NLT, NIV, Christian Standard is good, CSB, and the Passion. Yeah. Download the Bible app on your phone if I you think don't have it. A lot of newer Christians like the Message Bible too, because it is it's straightforward. It's straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Like back in that day, it was like Thou shall 
go over there and drink <laughs> that water. When you could have just been like, hey, bro. Go drink water the water. Here, go drink it. Like, you <laughs> simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why do you need the thousand of these? I honestly don't know. Like, I, just, I don't know if that was just the language of that time. And that's just kind of how everybody. You know what it gives? It gives, like, um, the, the uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, the medieval times. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it gives. That's what it, but, I mean, wasn't the original, wasn't it Greek? Great question. Thanks for asking. I think the original Bible was written in Greek, if I'm not mistaken. Or because it was during the Roman times, yeah. So I feel like I want to say it was like within that era. I think it was Greek. Is so what it was written sense. in. Yeah. I mean, King James. That it sounds medieval. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, it was it was back in that time. So I, I get why they were speaking like that. But then it's like, then you got Jesus coming along, and he just kind of like he real straightforward. Like yeah. he's talks in that sometimes, but he's really straightforward. Just like, hey y'all, For I'm sure. here. I'm the king. And that's that. And that's that's just gonna be that. And I think too, like that's. How we like just as simple as he talks to us is just as simple as we have to talk to him. Literally, like I I, I talk about prayer a lot in um, the Bible study. And I just kind of tell him like, yo, y'all ain't, ain't gotta be super deep. Like For sure. you, you you're gonna have those prayers. Yes. Where it's gonna be super deep, but you're gonna be led to, to have, have that type prayers. of prayer. For a sure. lot of times, my prayer is just like, all right, God, like let's get the day started. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Like let's, let's have a good day. Yeah. I hope that whatever I'm doing today is pleasing you. Like it's a regular conversation. Yeah. It's not I'm on my knees crying and you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've I've had those prayers before. For sure. But I like I said, I felt led to do them. So right. I just feel like a lot of people feel like they have to be in a certain they have to come to God a certain way. I just feel like people overlook that come as you are. Yeah. And that's why, you know, going back to your point where you said, um, you know, people stray away from it because they feel like they got to be perfect before they come yeah. to God because, and partially that's our fault Yeah. because like, like you said, we only talk about the good. We don't talk about what we had to give up. We don't yeah. talk about what we had to go through to but get to the good. We also don't talk about the relationship part about it. Like I think religion tells us I need to come to church with a skirt below my knees, Absolutely. buttoned up, suit and tie. And I think too, like for me, I grew up, I grew up in an older church. So yeah. it is very much, you know, religious tradition. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, where I think the the new age church is looser, like you know, ripped jeans. Who cares? You yeah, know what I'm literally. Sweats. Who cares? Like as long as you're in God's presence, as long as your heart is right. Exactly. That's that, <laughs> that's what matters. Like you don't have to have, and and I think even me, being the rebellious child that I am, um, <laughs> I think that like going to my my church now, like I said, it is an older church, but. Even now, like, I wear what I want to wear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that until that becomes the norm, it won't change. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I think that aspect of the Christian church and, and religion in itself is kind of what scares people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that that's what pushes people away where it's like, where it's like, they say come as you are, but if I come with whip jeans... I'm going to get crucified for Literally. It. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Now, I mean, obviously, there's things that you shouldn't wear to church. For sure. 100%. Absolutely. Don't. But, yeah. 100%. Like, jeans, stuff that's still covering me up. Like, why are you tripping? I'm not coming in a crop top and booty shorts. Literally. You know so, saying? it's just like, like, how I explain it to people is like, come as you are, but you're not going to leave as you are. Talk you, about it. Because you can never be in God's presence and leave the same. Hello. Like, it's just, there's, it's impossible. No. To do. Now, 
over time, you can go back to the same stuff you was doing. For sure. For but sure. While you, you can in that leave presence, different and, and still yeah, backtrack. You can, yeah, you can, you can backslide. You can hit the reverse button. You can backslide for sure. But while you're in that presence, you're not going to be the same yeah. person. And that's just kind of what I explained to people. It's just like, it's more important to have a relationship than to worry about religion. Because mm-hmm. one of the one of the craziest things I heard, uh, my dad said, he was like, son, if he said, if Jesus came to earth and had church, we would have to teach him how to have church. Wow. He was like, because back in that time, they, it wasn't, it was structured, but it wasn't like church, how it is now. Yeah. It's a time limit on stuff. Like, why are you putting a time limit on, on, on God's presence? Talk about it. Like, he, was, he said, he was like, if Jesus came down here right now and walked into somebody's church, we would have to teach him. What's how to have, We would have to teach him that he got to wait to sit down to an usher show him to see. Like, we would have to, you know, he would have to, he would have to walk in a certain line to go give an offering. Like, he was saying, he was like, we would have to teach them. I was like, dang. Never thought of it that way. He was like, yeah. "But yeah, like we've created it to be what we want it to look like." But mm-hmm. from from the jump, it's only been have a relationship with me. It's never been I need I need you to have a, a treasury. I need you to have an usher board. I, I need you it. to I need y'all to vote on who's gonna be the next elect uh, elder of the church. Like I didn't ask for all of that. I just asked for y'all to be in y'all's respective places when I call you and walk in that. But. We've made it so much now to yeah. where that's why I said it's so confusing to the outer world because they don't know where to start. Jesus. Like they don't they don't know who to and who to start listening to because you don't know if, oh, well, he's just a youth pastor. So can I really listen to him or he's just this? So can I you don't really, they don't know where to start. Talk so it's it. going to take people like us. Yeah. To that ain't, you know, I don't I could care less about the minister title. Yeah. I didn't do it for the title. Mm-hmm. I did because I felt led to take that next step. But without that, I was still doing the same thing, still talking about God, still walking in Christ. Like, so it's just like I think people get that title. That's what really I think that's what really messed up the church titles. Again, I apologize. <laughs> I really do apologize. I know things were getting good, but me and Sanye, we just be talking. You know what I'm saying? And that's Literally. what y'all came to hear. So we're gonna report back next week for part three. I know it's getting good. I promise you. I don't mean to keep doing this to y'all. But you're going to have to come back again. So make sure y'all like. Again, like, comment, subscribe, turn your notifications on so you don't miss the rest of this conversation. And I'm going to see y'all next week. But make sure y'all go like, comment, and subscribe below here. Add, do what you got to do. And follow us on Instagram at untitledconvos.podcast. Again, that's untitledconvos.podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And on Twitter at untitledconvos. I promise you this next part, y'all going to want to see just how y'all wanted to see this part. So come back next week for part three. I'll see y'all next week. Peace.